Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Well, let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. All right, sound good? Here we go. So today I'm very excited to introduce you to Bernadette Boas. How are you doing, Bernadette? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am doing fantastic on a very cold and rainy day in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, we have snow, so but I hear you. It doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> Not to top this feeling right, of like right. ickiness. Yeah. It's a pleasure having you here today. So Bernadette Boas is a renowned uh, Ball of Fire leadership coach, trainer and speaker with Ball of Fire coaching, author and pickleball fanatic. I think your mission to be the powerhouse leader you're meant to be is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Bernadette. Yeah, I'm very excited. I was, I've been looking forward to this. Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So the first question I want to know is, uh, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Uh, my ideal client would be uh, corporate female professionals, middle management all the way to senior management, uh, who are struggling in two areas. One is that they just want to really polish and formalize and upgrade their leadership style. And then uh, at the same time, I have another camp of clients who are struggling to be a leader. And, and it could be as, as simple as just they're new to the management and leading um, perspective at the same time, or they could be considered a very difficult, maybe even a bully type of boss And yet they're very productive and they're very capable. So they just need some support to work through what it is that's causing them to do that. Are they all reaching out on their own? <laughs> so the last last uh, group? Uh, no, typically kind of like... they are HR leaders and hiring managers right. that will reach out to me. I understand, of course. And of course, because we are, well, most of us claim to be human, but uh, what are common mistakes uh, they make when trying to solve that problem on their own for Oh, wow. When they're trying to solve the problem on their own, you said the key word. They try to solve it on their own. Uh, they try to solve it without really even first initially understanding who they are to where they understand why this problem exists. It could be a, a business problem. It could be a personal problem. But they still don't understand truly who they are that actually can help them solve the problem. But the second part of that, of which, you know, you kind of touched on was they often try to do it on their own versus reaching out to other people and engaging them. And oftentimes that's due to pride or ego, whatever the case might be. And uh, that's what they need to kind of work through and understand. I get it now. Thank you for, for clarification, Bernadette. And so before I ask Bernadette, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Bernadette, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? I think it's a matter of just taking time to really understand who you are. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of avenues and assessments and and questionnaires, so to speak, um, out there uh, that they can reach out to and use uh, complimentary online to really just ask the questions about themselves that will help them understand why they operate the way they do, why they solve problems the way they do, and to just continually try to learn more and more about themselves because nothing's better than self-awareness and really kind of having personal accountability to who you are and why you say, do, and believe what you do. So essentially becoming a self-awareness detective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, yes. Kind of like, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. So um, I want to give you uh, the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you and reach out to you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. Uh, well, certainly people can reach out to me right at ballofirecoaching.com. And right there, when you get on to ballofirecoaching.com, you'll find that uh, there is a uh, free ebook that they can download. It's really simple. It's like three pages, but it talks about the three must-have myths to be successful. And so um, that's been a very powerful, simple tool for people to refer to because there are some myths out there about what it takes to be successful today. Hmm. Yeah, we, we, we heard about these myths, right? <laughs> so, yeah. of yes, we have. And we've yes, lived we them. We've lived yes, them exactly. too. too. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Wow. Oh, what is the one question? I would say, what does it take to be successful? I think I think uh, people really need to contemplate that of what it really takes to be successful. Because again, they think that th there's these certain mandates around what it takes to get promoted, to get recognized, to get uh, supported. And yet, in a lot of cases, it's not it's not true. Those aren't the things you need to be working on. And so if they can just really understand what it takes to be successful by reaching out to others, asking their peers, their higher ups, officially you can go to HR, but uh, really just inquiring on, am I doing the things that I need to be doing? Uh, am I, you know, even focused? Do I even have attention or awareness of what it is uh, I should be doing? And then I'm going to go back to the initial part of this, which was they really need to understand and get some insight about whether or not they're even anywhere close to delivering on what success means to that organization and to themselves. Uh, so they need to kind of always be tapping in and trying to assess themselves and letting others assess them to understand uh, what it is they need to be doing and who they need to be becoming in order to be successful. I think, you know, uh, and thank you for the for the explanation. I think uh, we just uh, are sometimes so cornered in just the term of like success as a result. But essentially, I think, if I uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's about succeeding step by step and succeeding right. all over again. Is that fair to correct. say? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, success comes with a lot of failures, as probably you know, and I know a lot of failures, a lot of mistakes, a lot of screw ups, a lot of like, ah, what, you know, what happened? Um, Essentially without, that one. <laughs> right, right. But without those things, you don't grow, you don't learn, you don't uh, kind of figure out 
the right path to take. And therefore, uh, we do have this kind of very singular idea of what success is, and yet it's very robust what success is. And it means very different things to very, you know, to many, many, many people. My definition of success in the past has been power, prosperity, and position. And uh, and now it's more joy and happiness and fulfillment. It has nothing to do with all those egotistical, vain type of things anymore. Um, but it was there, and I just kind of worked through it and redefined it based on what my priorities were have become. Wonderful. So let's stay with the second part of that, what you just shared. And this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Ah, wow. I get a lot of goosebumps with my family. I'm one of 12 children and um, I'm single myself. And so my family is, you know, just everything to me. And so um, over Christmas, uh, I unfortunately uh, ran into a situation of COVID, not with myself, but with someone else that prevented me from seeing all my brothers and sisters. And yet the alternative was, you know, simply to hang out with the fam, my sister's family who did have have uh, actually have COVID, but he was isolated. And the disappointment turned into pure joy. The disappointment of not seeing all of my family, but yet hanging out with this one nucleus family just gave me such thrill and such excitement and really kind of smoothed out the disappointment I was feeling. And it was awesome. It was awesome. I, I feel that. I definitely feel that. And that's the power of the goosebumps moments. You know, they just can overpower almost everything. So, well, thank you, Bernadette, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.